CA students, so fun to be with you. Hey, let's take a moment. Can we just boost Aiden in the comments just for leading us in such a sweet time of worship? Thank you so much, Aiden. Ah, CA students, so fun to be with you. I'm Noelle Walker. I'm one of the pastors here at CA students. Woo! And I'm Jake. And Jake Walker, and I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to get to be a part of the pastoral team at, here at CA Students in 678. <laughs> Woo! Oh, so good. Hey, CA Students, we've been going through a series in the book of Ephesians. And last week, Heather talked about because of what Jesus did, we get to have our identity in him and nothing else. And wow, that is such good news. So tonight, we're just going to continue on talking about the good news of Jesus. But first, let me ask you guys a question. When was a time you were totally stuck and you needed somebody's help? So go ahead, totally stuck, utterly helpless, needed somebody so badly Jake, how would you answer that question? When was the time you were totally stuck? Uh, you guys ever been in a dog pile before? <laughs> First of all, why is it called a dog pile? Like, have you ever seen like a pile of dogs? I've I've never seen that. Um, but I remember one time. I can't remember if I was playing football. I was young, but I was at the bottom of this dog pile, and I was very concerned for my life. I, felt, I got that panicky feeling, Ooh. like, unless something changes immediately, I'm going to die. And it was a terrible experience, because it's like, you can't move. There are so many people on top of you. So I remember being in a dog pile, and I felt like I absolutely need some, some outside intervention, for totally. sure. Totally. Like, somebody to pull all of the people or the dogs just, like, yes, off of you. <laughs> exactly. I think Levi saved me, actually. Oh, so what a good I don't know how that happened since he was smaller than me, but uh, <laughs> he's been a faithful brother. Oh, man. Well, Jake, let's check out YouTube and Instagram and see what people are saying. Great. Emilani says, question number one in my math homework. <laughs> so true. It's so easy to get stuck in math homework. <laughs> so good. Uh, let's see. Yes. Oh, Jimmy said, Everett, remember when we were stuck in the elevator at... Six Flags for like an hour. Ooh, Ooh that's terrible. Stuck. Michaela Bagasau. Did you already say Michaela Bagasau? No, that was Emilani. Uh, well, one time I was physically stuck. I was at a park and I put my leg in one of the railings at the park and I basically had a meltdown. That's kind of that. That kind of happens when you are in desperate need. So sorry about that, Michaela. Oh man, Josh Burns. Oh, this is so stuck. Said I locked myself in a cupboard when I was a little kid. No. No, so Josh Burns. Oh, man. Guys, these are so good. Um, I'm going to tell you guys a little story here of a time that I was totally helpless and totally stuck. So Jake and I got married like two and a half Woo! years ago. I won. But guys, I have to tell you, it almost didn't happen. Not because I didn't love Jake or because I didn't want to marry Jake. I mean, come on, look at him. He's what? such a stud. <laughs> um, it almost didn't happen because I had a bride's worst nightmare. You know, on your wedding day, you're told that, like, you're going to feel the most beautiful and lovely that you've ever felt. So I was just, like, months and months preparing for that. And 
I woke up on my wedding morning to the most severe pink eye in both of my eyes. Literally, like, I don't even know how to describe how bad this was. Like, my eyes were swollen shut. There was green goop just coming out of them profusely. And guys, it was painful. And I literally, like, could barely even see. It was awful. Babe, you have to chime in. Like, it was so bad. Like, can you imagine that? Like, your wedding day. And you can hardly see out of your eyes because both eyes, not just one, has extreme pink eye. Yeah. It was extreme. This is how I knew it was really bad. Like, between, like, what I could see was just this, like, little sliver. And I looked at my dad's face and I looked at Jake's face and I was like, this, this. And they were like, it's going to be okay. And I was like, no, it's not. So I tried everything, like, so desperate. Eye drops, tea bags, calling doctors, and nothing I was doing was making it better. And the worst part is because I couldn't see, I couldn't even like get in the car to like go try and get more help. I was just so, so stuck, so frustrated and was just like, there's no way in just a few hours that I am walking down the aisle. This <laughs> wedding is not happening. I remember my dad was like, you, you could just get the whole bridal party sunglasses and you could just sunglasses wedding. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, dad. Like, I, <laughs> good idea no. though. He was trying to be helpful. Love you, dad. So, awful. Until, amidst lots of crying because of the pain, but also just because of the sadness of not getting married that day, my dad, who I think is on the stream, so shout out dad. <laughs> my dad graciously went to the store for me. And remember, I could not drive like that would be a major hazard and he went to the store and he bought these aloe vera baby wipes because tissues hurt so bad this is how bad it was and so he brought them back and I put some aloe vera baby wipes on my eyes and guys the swelling went down so my eyes started to open the redness started to go away the goop was just like getting cleared out and my eyes were just opening and I just saw Jake's face and my dad's face just like, it's working, it's working, it's working. <laughs> so my dad went to the store, bought five more, it was awesome. And the day was saved, right? When I was totally incapable of saving myself, my dad, someone outside of me, okay. intervened. Okay. And because okay. he got involved, I was rescued from my totally helpless, blinding pink eye state. The book of Ephesians has a passage in it that we are going to look at today that teaches a core truth about the totally helpless human condition and God's amazing rescue plan. Amen. So we're going to look at Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10. And here's what it says. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Hallelujah. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. 
Here's the first point we're going to talk about from what we learned in this passage. Number one. Point number one. <laughs> we are saved <laughs> by grace through faith. We are saved by grace through faith. What is grace? Grace is an undeserved gift. It is that outside intervention, that outside rescue, not because we deserved it or earned it. Remember, the Ephesian verse said you can't take credit for it. So the saving power doesn't come from in you. Amen. And this isn't just like a you thing. This is an us thing. This is a human condition thing. The story of the Bible shows that humanity desperately needs an outside intervention. Amen. It cannot save itself. Not one person can. If you're not convinced, we're going to talk about two more verses. Romans 5, 6 through 8 says, you see at just the right time when we were still powerless. Um, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Thank you, Very Lord. rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 3, 23 said, there's no difference between Jew and Gentile for all. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. My pink eye needed that outside intervention because I couldn't save myself on my own in that situation. And without outside intervention, that wedding was not going to happen. <laughs> but that guys, terrible. <laughs> terrible. But guys, even more serious than having pink eye on your wedding day is the contagious, blinding, death-bringing condition called sin that's on humanity's heart that we can't save ourselves from. But God, right? But God. But God. Amen. God came down as a man named Jesus to live the only sinless life and die on the cross on behalf of sinful humanity, that we might be completely rescued and completely restored back to God, back to our Father, back to our Creator, as we put our faith and our trust in Jesus. Amen. Jesus is our outside intervention. He's the one we put our faith in. He's the only one, the only one who can save us. He claimed, guys, on the cross, it is finished. He saved us. And guys, he loved us so much and he loves us so much that God word said that despite the pain of it all, it gave him great pleasure to do this and to come and to save us. We look to Jesus. We look to the cross to know that our savior drew near and saved us in our sinful condition to give us eternal life. Amen. God offers us the good, good gift of salvation, but we have to choose it, right? We have to choose him. Just like my dad got those baby wipes, I had to choose to like put them onto my eye, right? So this is a choice you get to make. And great news, it's a choice you can make today. <laughs> this is good news. And yet, as a follower of Jesus, it's a truth that we need to continually remind ourselves of, that we are saved by grace. It's not our works, that we're saved by grace. 
I know I can forget this truth that Jesus has saved me by his grace, by his outside intervention. And sometimes I'm tempted to trust my own attempts, my inside attempts um, to, to come and to try and save me. Or I can go to the wrong interventions, the wrong outside interventions and attempt to be saved. But guys, it just has never worked. So CA students in Jake, what stood out to you? And part two, what are you tempted to look for salvation in besides Jesus? What stood out to me is I'm so thankful that I got to marry such an amazing woman of God who's just preaching up a storm right now. <laughs> Thank God for those baby wipes that made that happen, that outside intervention. Just love this so much. Noelle, I'm, I'm just so, what's sticking out to me is just the cross. And uh, I know that um, I can be tempted to feel like, well, if I do more good things in this life than bad things, then, you know, maybe that'll be my salvation or something like that, if I'm honest. Um, but the story of the Bible shows that humanity, we just cannot be, be saved on our own attempts. And so I'm just so thankful for Jesus who said, Jake, I'm paying for this. I'm going to carry your penalty. I'm going to carry it. I'm going to die on the cross for you. You're okay. And I can receive that. So sometimes I'm tempted to put my trust in my own, you know, good works and stuff like that. Absolutely. And yeah, let's go to Instagram and YouTube to see what's going off in the comments. I see Gatlin Hardy. Um, just saying, I think I always try to work hard and earn it instead of receiving. Ah, it's moving. Okay, instead of receiving <laughs> the free gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Madison Triomel says security and achievements. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of like that those works are what's going to earn our salvation. Nathan Castaneda, what's up, Nathan? Said, what's that to me is that God's grace is so much more than our sin. Mm, so good. Trammell family said material things. We can try to go to the wrong outside intervention. I know for me, sometimes uh, the wrong outside intervention that I look to save me can be, I want people to like me. I want people to understand me. Uh, and seeking people's approval, uh, I think that's going to satisfy me but it always ends up letting me down. That can be an outside intervention that I go to that doesn't work. Hmm. Gina, just appreciate your honesty right here. She said, I'm tempted to seek salvation in my achievements and feeling the need to be liked like other saved people. That's really, wow, powerful. Emilani de Guzman, I try to save myself through self-righteousness and I always fall short, but God... There's so much power in those two words. But God mm. gave me away, and I chose to take it. So good. Well, see, students, we're going to jump back in to our wedding story. The outside intervention of my dad with the baby wipes saved me from my pink eye condition, right? But what did I do after I was healed and saved? Did I look at my dad and say, well, dad, thanks. I'm going to go back to bed. Wedding's still off. No, of course not, right? <laughs> After this incredible, miraculous rescue that had just taken place, our response was to go get my dress, go get my makeup done, and to go get married. Woo! <laughs> and man, I was just so excited that the pink eye was settled and healed, right? 
and that the wedding could still happen. NCA students, even better than just getting married on that one day, we got to step into being married forever, right? Come on. It was so more good. than just the one day. It was getting to start living our mission and our life together. But have you ever noticed that sometimes it seems like more preparation is put into the wedding day than into the actual lifelong marriage? Wow. That's not the way that it's supposed to be. Marriage is not about just the wedding day, though it's awesome and it's important and it's good. Marriage is about the covenant promise of a lifelong partnership and mission together. Amen. Similarly, with our faith, we aren't just saved for the momentary salvation experience. This is good. Listen up, y'all. We aren't just saved for what comes. We aren't just saved for what comes after. We're saved for a purpose, not just saved for nothing. Because salvation's about more than just going to heaven when we die. Amen. Ephesians has more to say about it. So let's go back to that passage we looked at, and look at verse ten, which says. For we are God's masterpiece. I'm just going to pause on that because maybe you just need to hear that tonight. We are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. That's such good news. So here's point number two. We are created anew in Christ to do good works. We are created anew in Christ to do good works. Jesus rescued us from the fatal, contagious, genetic pink eye that's on our hearts. Woo. That is called sin, right? Amen. So that me, we may step into his design for relationship with him and with others. Amen. And part of our restored relationship with him is restored purpose. These good works Paul's talking about, these are the words and the actions that spread the good news to others. These good works are so much more, you guys. It's so much more than just having like good behavior. No, it's about stepping into God's intended design for us to be kingdom bringers, yes. to be light bearers, yes. and to be messengers of the good news. Come on. This is the partnering that brings God's kingdom to earth. This isn't a new idea, but rather it's been on God's heart and it's been his intention for humanity all along. It's going back to the original vocation, being God's ambassadors to the world. Check out Genesis 1. It's awesome. Remember, we are his plan for bringing the kingdom and making him known. So we are saved by grace through faith, not our works, right? We're saved by grace through faith to have both our identity and our purpose restored in Jesus. And this kingdom bringing purpose isn't this like have to chore, not this like dreading kind of thing. Amen. But rather, it's a get to in light of God's grace. So what do these kingdom bringing good works look like? They look like the things that Jesus did. What does that look like in your life as a high schooler or as a middle schooler in 2020, even in the midst of a pandemic? <laughs> it looks like we get to work for biblical justice in regards to racial reconciliation. Amen. We get to be the ones who stop a rumor, who stop gossiping, 
to have how we talk about people be life-giving and what's spread about them be life-giving. It looks like we get to be the ones who include someone who's lonely and who's on the outskirts so that they know that they're known and loved and welcomed. Freak. It looks like we get to honor our parents even when it's not the popular thing to do or even when it's not even the easiest thing for us to do. We get to partner with God to bring the kingdom to our friends and to our family and to our classmates in the unique spheres that God has placed us. So I have a question for you guys to answer in the chats. What stood out to you? Slash, what is a good work you are excited to get to step into? So what's a good work you are excited to get to step into? Jake, how would you answer that question? Well, first, I just want to call out, thanks, Riley. Riley just put in the comments, wog, 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 <laughs> woman of God. So I agree with you, Riley, chip hat. I feel so boosted. Wog, 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 <laughs> boosting Noel up here. That's awesome. Um, a good work that I feel excited to step into is just a, a way I feel like God made me to bring the kingdom of God is to just be a, a booster, to be, <laughs> uh, to be an encouragement and to encourage other people. I feel like that's the way I get to build up the body of Christ. And so I'm just excited to get to boost people for my whole life. And uh, I feel like as I get to boost others, I feel like the Lord boosts me as well, encourages me um, as well. So I'm excited to step into And it, I just love it because you're so right, Noel. It's a get-to. It's not a have-to to bring the kingdom. It's like bringing salvation. It's a get-to. It's not a have-to. I feel so blessed to get to encourage people. So good. Deliminator. I don't know what that is, but that's like... Cohen. Cohen. That's <laughs> so good. He says we get to read the Bible and preach and encourage others. That's so good. Nathan Castaneda, I think a good work I'm excited to step into is to continue sharing with others that do not yet know the good news. It really is a get-to. Come on, Nathan. You're so good at that. So proud of you. I didn't know any student who brought as many friends to 678 as you last year. So proud of you. That's so amazing. Noel, what are you seeing? Jimmy says, uh, I'm excited to be inclusive and intentional about seeking the lost and the lonely and build them up like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so good. good. Uh, Andrew Parkinson, what's up? Parky, love you. What's up to me? Uh, we don't need to do good works to be saved, but rather because we are saved, we get to do those good works. Preach it. Parky, love you, brother. Oh, man, I see Michaela Bagasau talking about how she gets to use her social media as a platform of posting verses and things that the Bible talks about. And Sarah Enrica says, I'm excited that I get to step into bringing biblical justice. Sarah, you do that. Please keep going. <laughs> Kayla Walker, another wog, 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 wog. I get to intercede to bring God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So thankful for your interse intercession gift. Kayla, you're amazing. So good. Guys, these are so awesome and so amazing. Here's some other ways we can take action in our lives to do the good works God has called us in advance to do. Application time, y'all. Get <laughs> ready to take some notes, some things we can do. Sweet. So number one, we get to learn how Jesus taught us to bring his kingdom and do those things. So we get to learn how Jesus taught us to bring his kingdom and do those things. Where do we learn 
Where do we learn this? We learn it in God's word. We get to read and watch and study how Jesus um, brought the kingdom. So a great place to start would be Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount, which talks all about bringing the kingdom. Another thing we get to do is we get to memorize God's word, and we get to hide his word in our heart, right? So that as we're living, as we're walking about our regular lives, we have God's word hidden in our heart, and we get to apply it to those circumstances. It looks like being discipled. It looks like having somebody in your life that can speak into you as a kingdom bringer. It also looks like being at church. It's being on this live stream, being on these threads, these comments, just to be in fellowship with other kingdom bringers, right? But it's also learning how Jesus specifically made you to bring his kingdom. So I want you to consider what gifts and what talents has God given you that you can use to serve. This is something that you get to pray about and talk about with God. I'm so excited for the conversations that are going to happen with God about gifting, right? And so asking him how he's uniquely made you. It can be taking a spiritual gifts test to help have the start of those conversations of what that's like. It's also asking somebody around you what you're good at. (laughs) That can feel kind of uncomfortable, but you can just go up and ask somebody you love and you trust and you know, hey, what am I good at? And man, there's some life-giving things behind that of how we get to be kingdom bringers. But also something you can do, who has God put specifically on your heart? I know some of you just, when you're in kids' church, man, you just serve those kids with such a love, and God has put children on your heart. Some of you have a passion for mental illness and being a part of bringing God's kingdom in that community, right? So God's put specific people on your heart, so asking him, Who have you put on my heart in getting to bring the kingdom there? And remember, you are his masterpiece, right? And he was so intentional in how he made you. And he knows and is excited about how he wants to specifically bring his kingdom through you. And see, students, let me just remind you tonight. You are not alone. Jesus promised he would be with you always. And he has sent the Holy Spirit to be with you, empowering you, encouraging you, speaking to you, and so much more. You are saved by grace when you put your faith and your trust in Jesus, the only outside intervention that can truly save. And the Savior himself, he's not going to leave you after he saves you. He's going to walk with you as he uses you, just like he's always wanted to bring him glory and to make him known. Would our response be gratitude? Would we be grateful that we get to partner with God to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven? Before we pray and wrap up tonight, we talked about being saved by God's grace And if you've never put your faith in Jesus or you want to recommit and rededicate your life and that choice that you've made, we're going to give an opportunity for that. Just to say, Jesus, you're the only outside intervention that saves. So you can go ahead 
If that's a decision that you want to make tonight or a recommitment you want to make tonight, you can go ahead and when we pray, pray this prayer with me. Would you bow your heads with me, CA students? Ah, Jesus, I just know I have fallen short of your glory, God, like Romans says, Jesus. So Jesus, I just admit, I confess, Lord, that I've fallen short, that sin has had a hold on my heart before. But Jesus, I believe in your outside intervention, God. I believe it's that not my works, God, it's not my achievements, it's not how good that I am, Lord, but it's what you've already done, what you've Thank finished, you, God. God. Thank you, God. So God, I just pray and I claim, Lord, that it's in you, it's your outside intervention that saves, Lord, and I put faith and trust and hope in that alone. So make this decision, Lord, that you are the one and only God who can save. And Jesus, would you help us as a CA students community tonight to live into this saving grace? Yes, Lord. Jesus, would you help us to walk in every single good work that you've laid yes, ahead Lord. of us, Lord? Yes, Just, God. I hear your grace even in that, God, that you would lay good works ahead of us, God. So would we operate in your grace, Lord, not from striving, not from works, God, but in your grace alone. Jesus, we praise you for who you are, God. We love you. We say it all in your name. Amen. Amen. CA students, if you made a decision for Jesus tonight, let somebody know. Let a pastor know. Let a friend know. And we just love you and we're so proud of you. And CA students, let's live in his grace. And let's walk in all the good works that he's laid before us. CA students, we are going to jump into after party. Um, it's going to be so much fun. Such a good game that we have on deck. It's going to be awesome. Um, so we'll be back in about five minutes, and we'll see you soon. Woo!